Hello. We're back. Hello. How are you? I'm good. Ready to eat <laughs> for this Memorial Day vegan. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I'm Chelsea. I'm Deidre. And this is Scream and Sugar. <laughs> <laughs> every day. I do this every time. I just scratch the I did. I did. Good work week. I did, I guess. <laughs> same old, same old every day. But you know. Yeah. I'm working on it. Working on it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So today, I'm going to be doing ghost stories. Ooh. The state of Arizona. Nice. I'm excited. I don't think I really know any. I don't know. I didn't either. I was like, Arizona? I don't ever really recall hearing anything no. about Arizona. So I was like, hmm. Got to looking around. Checking. So this article page I found, I had like 28 of them. I didn't do them all, but I basically just am reading the articles that whoever wrote them or whatever. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of them that are written by... The people that's experienced them. Like, they're talking about it. Ooh, first-hand experiences and stories. So, this first one is called The Haunted Antique Mall. And it's by Paul and Myra Rees. Oh. They are owners of 22nd Antique Mall. And they said the mall has a main store and a two-story adjacent Mm-hmm. Annex, 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 Annex. It was built as a furniture store, and the office was in the second floor. Annex, Annex, huh? Annex, Annex. Like Ann, the name Ann, and then this crazy. An Annex building. It's like an addition. You know, just like an yeah, like the Annex building across the Like I know what it is. I just I can't. I just can't pronounce it. Annex. Just like people can't say Worcestershire sauce. That's my Worcestershire sauce word. <laughs> so, <laughs> among many others. <laughs> That's your infamous word. <laughs> infamous. Infamous, Chelsea. Better infamous. That's what it reminds me of. Unfabulous. Infamous. Oh <laughs> so, in one booth upstairs was an antique typewriter last used long ago. Ooh. Several customers' employees reported hearing a typewriter typing away over a period of months, but when investigated, nobody was there. Many customers told employees that there were ghosts upstairs. That area is no longer being used. Ooh. Mm-hmm. So, at this antique mall, there's one, two, three, four, five, six different occasions. So, that was the first occasion that's oh. happened in there. Okay. So the second one is on the second floor, or the second floor booths mostly contained furniture such as chairs, desks, tables, beds, etc. Mm-hmm. Well, several times the employees straightened up the furniture before going home at 5 p.m. only to find it rearranged, the chairs pulled out into the aisles, and all the askew, and all askew the mm-hmm. next morning. 
Mm-mm. Yeah, I was like, mm-mm. Just like, one, stuff. that's creepy because it's like, I would automatically go to someone like Someone's breaking in, in here. or something. Yeah. And that's, mm-mm. Not to me. They should have cameras. I know. Well, you'd think. <laughs> After something like that. Yeah. I mean, who, they may. I don't know. Them cameras in the Myrtles Plantation. <laughs> so, the third one, or the third one is, a radio tune to a local station for background music was left on upstairs while the store was open. Mm-hmm. And often it would increase suddenly in volume when nobody was upstairs. No. That. No. That. That. Like. That gives me anxiety right now does, thinking about like, it. That creeps me out. I can't. Well, first of all, I have anxiety about loud, loud noises yeah. anyway. I think I do too, to a certain extent. Yeah. And that's to the certain extent. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and that's the extent. Me. I can't. <laughs> uh-uh. Like when a motorcycle goes by or somebody like brooms their car right mm-hmm. by me, I get so mad because <laughs> I just get anxious and I'm like, I hate these cars. Like every time. So if that happened, no. I'll keep yawning. I do too. Yeah, you know why? Because we're recording at 7 o'clock at night. <laughs> we we did not do the early bird special. But that's alright because we just do what we do. What we can get done. Uh-huh. Here we go. Just yawning, the both uh, of us. Just yawning. We've had a, a long day. So we had to yes. rearrange our recording time. Yeah. So the fourth one is the following is a description from an employee who still works at the mall. So this is it. Ready? Yes. The holiday season was upon us and we were very busy. One of the employees was approaching the doorway into the annex. Yeah. And we both <laughs> were suddenly frozen in our positions. The people who were shopping all shit all sped up <laughs> like in a time warp. It might have only, it might have been only a matter of seconds, but it seemed like hours. Then everything slowed down to a normal pace. My fellow employee was still standing in the same position on the stairs with a dazed look on her face. I said to her, Did you see that? She replied, What just happened? We were both shaken up. What? Yeah, like all the people in the real people in the building sped up. Apparently, Mm-mm. she said the people who were shopping all sped up like in time warp. Yeah, it might have been only a matter of seconds, but it seemed like hours. Mm-hmm. And then every everything slowed back down to normal pace. Like it's like they seen everybody go. <laughs> I uh-uh. guess like you see Mm-mm. on TV, like Mm-mm. in shows. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, this is some interstellar stuff. And they were just like. Did you say that? She's like, what just happened? No. Could you imagine? No. I would be freaked out. I'd be like. I'd just like, leave. I'd leave. I'd never go back. Kidding. She's still working there. No, not me. Here's my badge. I'm like, I'll, I'll be like, and y'all can't even see me. I'm just making, I'm just like deer in the head like, like what's going on? Jaw dropped. Well, number five on the antique mall. One employee was bending over a jewelry showcase when she felt something brush past her back. Looking up, she saw a transparent figure of a young male with a mischievous look on his face Ooh. who quickly vanished. <laughs> He's like, let me, let me get a fit of that ass. 
Like she looked up in the mirror and saw him and he's like, hey. and then he disappeared, <laughs> just disappeared. He's sneaky. He's he slick. Like, even though I ain't, uh, <laughs> even though I ain't fleshly here, I can still. Fleshly. <laughs> uh, down to the bones, he was at. <laughs> oh, me. Well, the sixth and final one of the mall mm-hmm. is several employees and customers were at the back of the mall when they heard a loud sound of crashing glass from one of the front booths. Now that, no. that's, that's another, another sound. <laughs> <laughs> that's another sound. Just that ding, 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 ding. Can't, can't do it. Stomach dropping. They rushed to the booth, but nothing was amiss. The booth was rented to a dealer who had died the month before. His goods were still in the booth, and he was known to the employees as a prankster. So, Mm-mm. they heard all the crashing in glass, and they went to check, and there was nothing, like, broken oh. or nothing. Oh, no. And perhaps these are all imagination, but we have documented all of these events from more than one source. Is the mall haunted, question mark? Uh, yes. Well. <laughs> I think the think so. So... <clears throat> that was like all those six ones were just different from different people. They yeah. weren't like all the same people. Yeah, from the people at the mall. Mm-hmm. And they had meet um, me in the mall. It's going down. Meet me in the mall. It's going down. We don't own the rights to the songs <laughs> that we sing in this podcast. I forgot to say that at the beginning. Sorry. <laughs> so the second one I'm going to be talking about is titled Looking for Love, and it's by Gloria Ornstein. I guess that's her name. Mm. I don't know. Sorry if I didn't. (laughs) So, 13 or 14 years ago, my husband and I were living in a one-bedroom apartment on 81st Street and Broadway. That sounds so fancy. It does. It does. When he knows he's going to play tennis in the morning, he turns in early, and I usually sit in the living room reading for a while. This particular night, I turned in around 10 p.m., but could not fall asleep. I finally got up, thinking that I had to do something to make myself feel drowsy. Our bathroom was very small. Did you understand what I just said? Mm-hmm. Okay, I just want to make sure. Because the way I said it, I, it, it made mm. me feel weird, so. Mm-hmm. Um, our bathroom was very small. You could get down on your knees to wash the entire floor just by staying in one place. Dang. Oh, I hate to have that bathroom. <coughs> just pivoting. Well, just kidding. I have that bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness. <laughs> So that's what I decided to do. I was on my knees facing the door when I heard a noise coming from the bedroom. I thought my husband had gotten up and I was just about to say, What's the matter, honey? Can't you sleep either? When this figure of a man emerged in silhouette form, I must have made some sound because he turned to me for a moment, turned back, and went into the living room. My first thought was of my husband, and I went into the bedroom to his side of the bed went down on my knees and listened for his breathing. Once I heard him and saw his chest moving, I got up, went into the living room. Nothing was there. The windows were closed. The door locked from the inside. I would like to think that it was a dead husband searching for his wife. Mm. If I'm correct, I hope he found her. I was like, oh, that's sweet. Mm. But it wasn't like a, it wasn't like she was terrified of him. She was just like... Yeah, it don't sound like it. It sounded like she was just like, oh. It's like um, it's like she almost thought maybe like her husband died in his sleep or something. And yeah. And she had to go check on and him. He, yeah. And he was fine. I was like, whew. 
<laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. That's some crazy stuff, girl. I got some crazy stuff going on over here. <laughs> so, the next one is titled Haunted House, and it's by Angela Bessemer. Mm-hmm. We moved to Tucson in 1988 and bought an old single-wide trailer that had an addition built onto it. The master bedroom was at the end of a long hallway. Quite often at night, when our children were asleep in their beds, my husband and I would hear someone running up and down the hallway. Mm-mm. But we never saw anyone there. See, I can't. Why that's another running? thing. That's another one. If I hear you somebody running up and down the stairs, and ain't nobody there, no. It, like, it's like game over. It makes me think of The Conjuring when she's getting... <sighs> do, 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 do. Yeah. Oh, that too. It ain't nothing there. Ain't nothing. Stop. Stop. Oh, my eyes watering. And then I was thinking about when she's standing there and it's quiet, and then you just hear all that glass breaking, and it's all the pictures falling off the wall, bruh. Look. When I, it was so loud, I jumped in the movie theater. You know how whenever you, like, you know how like when you gag, like something makes you sick. You're like, ooh. Mm -hmm. It's like my body just just had like a gag (laughs) reflex. I don't know how to, to explain which part? it. To, which to the do do do. Oh, I can't. I can't. <laughs> oh my goodness. That glass shattering. I'll never forget. It was so loud in the movie theater. I just like jumped <laughs> out of my skin. Out of my skin. I had to zip it back up. Uh-uh. I knew he was going to say that. <laughs> so other nights I'd see a large man standing over me on one side of the bed. No. He wore a red flannel shirt and he'd just stand there staring at me. My husband never saw him and would pass it off as dreaming. All of us would jokingly refer to our ghosts from time to time, but we never felt threatened or afraid, which is good. Good for them. Phew. Well, one year we asked a friend to take care of our house and feed our cats while we were on a two-week vacation. Oh, no. (laughs) We But they didn't tell her. Awful. (laughs) We were horrified upon our return to find cat poop cat food and salt strewn all over the house salt just thrown all over the house mm-hmm. we immediately called our friend sandy said she would explain everything but refused to come to our house <laughs> she's like you can come over here i'm not coming back the first day she took care of our cat she felt very uncomfortable unwelcome and the hair stood up on her neck the next day she came over with a friend whom she did not tell what she had experienced the day before because she thought she was just being a little silly. When they got to the house, her friend stopped dead at the door and refused to go in. Uh-uh. Sandy went in and all of the same fears again. And had all of the same fears again. Later, Sandy's friend said there was an evil presence in the house that did not want them there. And that she knew of someone who would know what to do. Mm. That person advised they spread salt around the inside perimeters mm-hmm. of the house, <laughs> light sage sticks, and tell the spirits to move on. Mm-hmm. They did everything they were told, but still felt too creeped out to continue going into the house. They simply tossed food to the cat. <laughs> Here y'all go. Y'all come About a year later, we decided to sell our house. Our real estate agent was repeatedly told that the potential buyers just didn't feel comfortable with the house. 
One lady came over with her infant and her mother-in-law, and the infant started screaming as soon as they walked into the house. <laughs> it was like, get me out of here. There's when, spirits everywhere. <laughs> when they walked out again, the baby stopped crying. At that point, the mother-in-law took the child, went straight to the car, and yelled to her daughter-in-law that it was time to go. <laughs> That was the final straw for me. I went back into the house and yelled that we were moving regardless of what he wanted. That was our decision, and if he wanted to go with us, that was fine. Uh -uh. But had to quit interfering with the house sale. Two days later, we had a cash offer on the house and moved out two weeks later. Now... He done come, did he come with y'all? Did he pack his bag too? Yeah, I'm trying to figure out. I'm trying to figure out why you would even tell him he's welcome to come to your new yeah, home. Yeah, you can come with us. No, sir. No. You ain't gonna, they're going to be throwing cat food in that house too because he coming with y'all. I've heard that spirits can attach themselves to tangible objects. I think that's what must have happened with a stuffed rabbit that had belonged to my daughter. I ran across it when I was packing. For some reason, it seemed different to me and I felt... What... I felt we no longer needed to keep it. I decided to give it to a friend who had a new infant granddaughter living with her. Oh my now, okay. Oh my gosh. About six months later, I asked about the stuffed rabbit and if her granddaughter liked it. She told me that it was the weirdest thing, but every time she put the rabbit near her grandbaby, the child would start screaming and crying. She said she threw it away. I've never heard back from the from that particular spirit. Because now some, it's at the dump. It's just haunting the dump now. <laughs> it ain't really nothing it can haunt. Let them haunt them potato chips. <laughs> haunt that banana peel. Yeah, there's just stuff lying around in the dump. Oh <laughs> just a gosh. can of Campbell's soup floating around. Uh-uh. <laughs> oh, my God. That's crazy, though. Uh, It was... <sighs> Let's just give this bunny to... Like, I stop he- giving I people hear, stuff. I hear ghosts. You know, get attached to tangible objects. Okay. And you just So give... you're like, I, I'm just, I feel, I just felt like we didn't need this bunny anymore. So I'm just going to give it to somebody. But your house haunted. No. Don't we give nobody anything from your haunted house. Should have burnt the bunny. We need that haunted collector guy. Come taking it. Oh, my leg. I got to stretch my leg. Okay. <gasps> oh, was that a Charlie horse? Woo, child. <laughs> All right. I'm fixing my mic. Why did I jump? <laughs> okay. <laughs> the next one is called Noisy Madman. And it is by Ken and Sandra Hainer. I'm already stressed. Sorry if I said your name wrong. I apologize. <laughs> My wife and I live in Tucson, but go back home to Washington State during the summer. Mm-hmm. We were asked this past summer to become lighthouse keepers in Westport, Wash. That is my... <laughs> Sorry, I was in the middle of trying to hiccup. That is my wife's hometown. Okay, so, Washington. So this one's in, this one's in Washington. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. I haven't read this one. I just kind of like copied and pasted it. It says something <laughs> about they live in Tucson, but then they go to they Washington go back to Washington State, State during the, the summer. summer. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, the lighthouse is the tallest in Washington and 108 years old. Our first day alone, when we walked in, we heard pounding up at the top. Assuming that someone was up there working, I climbed the 135 steps up. Why (laughs) would you do that? There was no one up there, so we assumed it was the wind, but it it stopped (laughs) once I got on the top landing. 
Of course it's going to stop. Oh, no. Because it's a Yukon. <laughs> so my wife remembers knowing it was haunted all her life. She just magically remembered <laughs> once you got up there. Oh, and yeah. It this place was weird. Sure. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I Great. Girl. There were times that she or family members would walk by the lighthouse and see a man at the top looking down. No. The very next morning, we walked in, and it sounded like he was moving furniture all over the place at the top. Mm-mm. It went on and on. Every time I would come back down, it would start all over again, and we started feeling cold winds go past us. We finally got used to him, and every morning, he would tell us good morning by pounding or moving the furniture around. I can't. Oh, no, no. We just got used to it. That's just his way of telling you good morning. No. I'm like, <laughs> good morning, you- mate. <laughs> Like, quit. Can you stop? Mm-mm. We will be going back next summer, and the three of us will have another good month. By the way, the light in the land room was floating in mercury until they figured out that was dangerous, and the lighthouse keepers were going crazy. <gasps> Some think the lighthouse is haunted by one of the keepers who went mad and killed himself there. Oh, oh my, my gosh. God. That's awful. The mercury... People, uh, back then, people just did stuff and didn't even, like the people who put radium on there. Oh, yeah. Oh, which is like what is used for, like, like radiation, like radium, like the actual mineral. And people were putting it on their teeth because it would glow. People would, like, put it on their face and their hair. Oh, it was bad. People yeah. were dying left and right. Crazy. Recurring. It's a crazy <laughs> world out there. The next one is a little paragraph. Okay. And it's called, story. It is called Ghostly Visitor, and it's by Jane. I don't know her last name. It says A-A-U. Oh. That's it? Yeah. A-U. 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 Oh, we're talking about those. I still have mine. And then you go. <laughs> you shake yeah. Like a shake. Like <laughs> oh my goodness. People are going to think we're nuts on this one. Oh no. They know. <laughs> so this one is by Jane. Okay. Yeah. So one <laughs> night several years ago, I was working as a charge nurse on the night shift at a nursing home. No. Oh. While I was standing at the nurse's station talking to a staff member, a tall, thin man who looked like Mr. Smith, a patient, wearing his usual brown bathrobe and slippers, appeared in the hallway in front of his wife's room, about 50 feet from where I was standing. He entered the room. Since it was about 2 a.m. and Mr. Smith passed away about two weeks prior. No. We went to the room immediately. After searching the room and checking that the windows was locked from the inside, we determined that only Miss Smith was in the room and she was sleeping peacefully. Mm-mm. I believe he came to check on her to make sure that she was okay. Oh, I thought you were going to say she died. I was like, he came and no. got her. No, he didn't go, He didn't get her. He, they just think he, she, he's checking on her. Well, if I could talk sweet. right. <laughs> Lord have mercy. The next one's a little... No, it's not. I was like, the next one's a little bit real too. But yeah, that one's like a little sweet, cute, ghostly. Yeah, that's a cute one. Yeah. We like cute ones too. Yeah. <laughs> so the next one is called Jim Morrison. Okay. You know who Jim Morrison? 
Yeah. So this one is by this one is by Amanda Curtis. She said, I have an ability to feel energies, which comes from my grandmother, who was very gifted. Upon my first visit to Paris in 2001, lucky, Mm -hmm. I went to the large cemetery where famous people are buried. I went to pay my respects to Jim Morrison. The cemetery is 28 acres, a multi-level city of the dead, and at the time had dead trees with with crows screaming from their highest branches. Uh Uh-uh. Usually, there are French policemen handing out maps, but on this day, there were none. Trying to find a grave here without a map is like, well, a needle in a 28-acre haystack. Mm. I told my friend, a scientist, I could find Jim's grave. He did not believe me. I spoke out loud, Jim, I've come an awfully long way to see you. I want to share a drink with you. Where are you? I had barely finished my sentence, and I was literally pulled by my necklace in a steady, demanding pace. Within 15 seconds, I was standing at the head of Morrison's grave. Uh Uh-uh. I said, hello, Jim. Thank you for showing me where you are. How about a drink? I then poured a bottle of wine onto his sandy spot and sat sat down. This is 100% true, and I have a witness. I've done many things like this, but this time has always stood out in my memory. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Like, if that, that's insane. Jim Morrison done led you by the hand. Mm-hmm. He's like, girl, give me a drink. I want a drink. <laughs> it's been, I've been down here a long time. I've <laughs> been down here. Dry. It's dry down here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Coming out looking like Billy on Hocus Pocus. <laughs> Ah, ah. You remember? <laughs> <laughs> Would they cut his mouth open? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I can't wait for up because Pocus too. If that's not real, I'm gonna be mad. No, it's real. It better be it's real. real. I'm excited about it. Oh wait, no. You know what? I just hit the mic. Sorry. It wasn't that. I saw something where there was gonna be a Spice World two. Shut up, y'all. And I was like, if this is not real, I don't know. It might be real because they've been coming out with all kinds of stuff, like. The Friends family, the Friends reunion just come out. Yep. I hope it's real. Spice World was my... God, I need to watch it again. I know, I haven't seen that in forever. But yeah, that was crazy. Jim's like, I'm thirsty. (laughs) So, the next one... (laughs) The next one is called Ghostly Encounter, and it's by Linda Sorensen. Hmm. My ghost story took place right here in Tucson about 20 years ago. Tucson. This should have been just the Tucson. I know. Haunted Tucson. (laughs) Okay. So one Halloween weekend, I moved into an older house down by the wash at River and Craycroft. Hmm. Because of misunderstandings with the previous tenant, the electricity wasn't going to be turned on until the following Monday morning. So I'd spend my days unpacking. In the evenings, I'd start a big fire in the fireplace and cook, then sit by the fire (laughs) Sit by the light of the fire to read. Okay, that just gives me anxiety. It's a new home. You're not familiar with it yet. Mm -mm. That's just me. (laughs) I've been staying somewhere else until the lights came on. Yeah, so at the time I was reading World's End by T.C. Bull, a ghost story set in the Hudson Valley where I come from 
and where my family has lived for generations. Hmm. I remember those dark evening hours spent reading by the fire as giving me such a feeling of home and peace. So I lived in that house for several months without incident, and the following summer I went back I went back east for three weeks to spend time with my family. There was a young woman who worked with me that I felt wouldn't be or that I felt would be a responsible house sitter and would take care of my cat while I was gone. These darn cats. <laughs> she she <laughs> she lived at home with a large family and I thought she would enjoy being on her own for a few weeks. Nope. <laughs> Once a week I would give her a call to check how things were going. In the first week when I walked to her when I talked to her, if I could read right, <laughs> she told me that she thought my house was haunted. I brushed the idea off. I had been living in that house for nine months without anything odd happening. Surely I would know if my own house was haunted. Right. And she wasn't used to being alone. Perhaps the normal house noises were what was frightening her. You know, I guess like creaking and stuff. Because some houses, that that's how they settle. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So she just thought maybe that that's what it was. And she... <laughs> She didn't say anything more about it, but but anytime after that first week, when I tried to reach her by phone, there was no answer. When I returned to work after my vacation, I kept getting odd looks from my coworkers and comments about how they heard that my house was haunted. That's like, why would you, why would people do that? <laughs> I heard your house is haunted. Just like looking, like looking at them, looking at you and like, our house is haunted. <laughs> I'd be like, boo! <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> You're scaring people. Mm-mm. So, she said, I really didn't take any of it seriously and tell them so. But after a week I returned, I woke up one night from a sound, from a sound. Sleep? Yeah, from a sound sleep <laughs> to find someone sitting on the end of my bed. Ooh. Tell me to get up and let my cat in the house. Mm-mm. Oh. Well, why can't you do it? Why are you waking me up? I just got goosebumps. That's crazy. You gonna go through all that? Just, just do it. Just let them in. Come wake me up and say, "I let your cat in." Okay, thanks. <laughs> the foot of my bed was toward the window, and I could see this person clearly outlined against the light coming in, Mm-mm. with my cat behind him on the outside sill. Uh uh-uh. uh. What? <laughs> If it's your cat, if it's an inside cat, first of all, <laughs> why, why are you in bed it outside? <laughs> she don't forgot to let it in. <laughs> oh, this is creepy. So I kind of sleep, sleep, sleep. <laughs> I kind of sleepily argued with him <gasps> that the cat was just fine outside where he was, until I realized that the normally quiet, calm cat was actually howling. At the window. <laughs> yeah, because he's like. So I cows. finally said, Oh, all right. <laughs> to the man sitting at the end of the bed, threw back the covers, got <gasps> up, and went to let the cat in. It was I. It was as I started back down the hall to bed that I had an oh my god moment <laughs> and realized that I had just been having a conversation without speaking aloud with someone who really ought not to have been there and of course when i got back to the bedroom he was gone just talking to a 
Just to, talking to a ghost. All right, all annoyed, slim the back <laughs> covers and went through his body. She ain't even paying attention. Uh-uh. <laughs> like she had knocked him off the bed. <laughs> <laughs> like damn, I'm just trying to help you out. So the next day when I got into work, the first thing I did was go to the girl and apologize to her. <laughs> She's like, "Yeah, I've been trying to tell you." Shoo. Sorry, yawning. I told her what happened and said, "I believe you now." <laughs> That was when she told me about incidents of things moving in the house, the feeling she had of being watched while she tried to sleep, artwork falling off of the walls during the night, Mm -mm. speakers disconnecting themselves and falling as she walked through the room. No. It seemed that after the first week, she was so disturbed by what was happening that she could no longer sleep in the house and would go back each day to feed the cat and check the house. (laughs) Well, at least she wasn't just tossing food in like the last people. (laughs) She refused to go into any go into any further detail but it was plain to me finally that she had been frightened out of her wits a few days later on the advice of another co-worker i went to see a psychic it was my first visit to a psychic and i was rather skeptical but i figured something had to be done and talking to her would be as good of a place to start as any she immediately described my house where it was located its construction how many rooms it had and where they were in relation to each other. So she told me there was indeed someone in my house and proceeded to describe for me the young man that I had seen. Mm-mm. She laughed and said, oh, he and your house sitter really didn't get along. <laughs> they went at it. They went at it. Hammer and tongs. Those two. He didn't like her busy young energy in his house and he did everything he could to drive her out uh-uh. i was like what the crap he's like oh she's still here let me knock something off the wall real quick <laughs> the story she told me was a young man of about 17 years who had the in- intellect of someone nine years old this made sense to me in the context of his concern for my cat he had lived on the spot where my house is now in some sort of tent structure in the mid-1800s oh. with a family that was not his own she thought that in some way they were associated with Fort Lowell, which was Kitty Corner across the wash from the house. <laughs> it's just a little bit cornered. <laughs> Not as much as a catty corner or kitty corner. It says kitty corner, though. That's what I was like. Why does it say kitty corner? Why does it say catty corner? Just a little. I guess that's how they say it in Arizona. I don't know. Oh, yeah, I say catty corner. Well, I'm just going to say catty corner. Um, <laughs> it was ca- a variation of catty a corner catty corner. Across the wash from the house. <laughs> he died suddenly. She thought the cause was probably an infectious disease, and the family that he was living with, immediately without holding any sort of funeral service for him. That's sad. Mm. Consequently, he didn't understand that he was no longer alive. The psychic then told me that I needed to do in order what I needed to do in order to get him to move on. (laughs) I'm so tired. And I went home that afternoon thinking about the fact that I was living in a haunted house during monsoon season. Oh. I I had been a fan of old horror flicks as a kid, and I knew that if he shot himself to me during a thunderstorm when the electricity was out... I would probably faint. Oh, my God. <laughs> when I got home, I sat down in the living room and started talking to him. I spoke the way one would to a nine-year-old and told him that I had 
been to see someone who would help me to help him that I now realize that he was there and everything was going to be all right. But please don't show yourself to me again. <laughs> a few days later, he was out of the house for good and I never saw him again. But during that time, during the night, I would wake up and hear a sound coming from my living room. Mm-mm. No. The door <laughs> on the face of my antique mantle clock was opening and shutting. No. Opening and shutting. Click. Click. No. Click. 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 <laughs> No. No. Oh, poor boy. Oh, that's funny. That one was about a 17-year-old with the mindset of a 9-year-old. And the next one is called Our Little Ghost Boy. <laughs> Our Little Ghost Boy. By Kelly Bell. I miss Kelly Bell. <laughs> From the South. From the South. Living in Arizona. In Tucson, In I'm Tucson, sure. Arizona. <laughs> so, our family ghost story started back in 1991. Oh, Lord. When I was born. When my husband was watching TV and a ball rolled in from, a ball rolled mm-hmm. in from the kitchen to the living mm-hmm. room. At the time, we had no pets in the house and all the kids were in bed, as was I. Oh, no. From he... that moment on, we had more strange things happen. He alone down there and the ball just rolled in. A handprint smudged appeared on the mirror in the bathroom later that year. It was between the size of our eight-year-old and three-year-old sons. Hmm. In the spring of 1995, I noticed the children's swings moving at night with no one in it and even had my oldest son, Chris, come out and see it move too. The summer of 1995 (laughs) brought more strange things when my mom had our radio to mellow music. What? Somebody hit the lights so we can work a day and night. Okay. Oh, are you? <laughs> it's recording. <laughs> are you really not going to delete it? No, I'll just leave it in there. Oh. Everybody, everybody can hear you. Everybody can hear you all singing, singing. Oh, God. Okay, so. <laughs> night. Okay, the summer of 1995 brought more strange things. Like when my mom had our radio to mellow music and she came back. To find the channel had changed to rock. Mm. And it had also gone from FM to AM. From AM to PM. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody it. hit the lights. So we can rock it day <laughs> and night. People get in down. That's right. From, from AM to PM. From AM to PM. Love you, Christy the girl. Loved that song. And she found a sock out in the middle of the floor when it hit, oh, when it had not been there the day before. Mm-hmm. So one night in July, I went to check my daughter and her toy stroller had been moved out. Notice she said toy stroller. Oh, yeah. As was her dresser drawer. I had made sure before bedtime everything was picked up. And we have also had other things that were out of place slightly, such as a basketball, small desk, and a baby bop. So, in September 1999, I had just come home from work when I felt a cool breeze on my neck. I'm just laughing because... (laughs) That same September, I was getting ready for church when my closet door pushed out. I thought it was a cat. Okay. (sighs) I thought it was a cat and said... Okay, get out of there. Well, no cat came out, which really spooked me. So I'm assuming they have a cat, an inside cat. 
Because mm-hmm. I'm like, why would you say a cat if you don't have a cat? But surely they had a cat. <laughs> no cat came out. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's just because they didn't justify in the beginning that they had a cat. So yeah. I don't know they I was had like, a cat. Why, would it ma- why would you think a cat? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So in 2002, my son twice saw a little boy standing in his room at night. We think it is a small boy. That was Harlan, again. We think it's a small boy as it has always been attracted to my kids and their things. So that makes sense because it's basically been kids' toys that's been messed with. Sorry if you hear my dog in the background. (laughs) He's throwing a fit, I'm sure. Our little ghost boy as we refer to him does not scare us but as the kids have grown up and out moved out we don't seem to notice things as often as they were younger no he won't have nobody to play with anymore he does not so i'm gonna do one more and then um we can do like a part two arizona ghost yeah Yeah, because there's a lot of these and we ain't like halfway through (laughs) So, the next one is called I Hear Music and There's No One There. No, no. By Katie Malali. Malali. So, I'm the founder of a paranormal investigating group, so it would be impossible for me not to have... Mm-hmm. Some stories. Some ghost stories. Ghost stories to tell. And <laughs> it is certainly appropriate that my own home be haunted. Mm-hmm. I've been greeted in the morning by all of my kitchen cabinets standing open no. and at attention. I can't no. with this. Items have disappeared for days on end, only to reappear in ridiculously obvious places. Tiny footsteps can be heard pattering across the kitchen floor. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> they were walking. To- <laughs> One step, two step. One step, two step. <laughs> Oh my god. Just recently a metal step stool in my hallway will be heard moving abruptly across the cement floor. <laughs> we were in our bedroom and the children were sound asleep. I can't use <laughs> All these sound effects, I'm just kidding. So the single creepiest ooh. So the single creepiest experience I have had in this house involves an old music box that once belonged to my now deceased mother. It had been sitting on a shelf in my bedroom quite literally for years. <laughs> if y'all can see Deidre's because oh my Her god. Eye, she just looks petrified like she's seen a ghost. Mm-hmm. It had been sitting on my sh- uh, it had been <laughs> sitting on a shelf in my bedroom quite literally for years. It hadn't been opened, wound, or no. disturbed in any way, no. as evidenced by the layer of dust that had accumulated. Mm-hmm. Late one night, we were shocked out of deep sleep by the lovely sound of Edelweiss proudly singing from that music box. It's the Sound of Music song. Still unopened. No! Unwound. No. And undisturbed. No, no. Uh uh. Uh uh. Ooh, a... my foot's off the bed. And Get it off the bed. <laughs> <laughs> Can you just imagine you're sleeping and then you hear do, 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 
No, I can't imagine. I don't want to. That's how it sounds. Uh-uh. That's but creepy. Twinkly, that, like, in that moment, it's creepy. You know what I mean? Like, no, 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 no. Now I can't even... No. I can't even think about that song the same way anymore. Well, she said that she has since cleaned it up and displayed it more promptly. I have no idea who the unseen occupants of my home are, but they are welcome to stay as long as they like. Girl, I don't care. <laughs> no, 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 I don't you care can't. they nice or not. You ain't staying. If it's my uncle, he he ain't staying either. He gone. If it's uncle my Bobby, mama, sorry, you got to go. Mama, you supposed to be with Jesus, Lord. You gone, cause I. <laughs> oh my God, the so Michael, who you still work with. My cousin, his mom is living in my Meemaw, who passed away, Aww, it's an old apartment. And she asked my mom, she said, has, like, did Alice say anything about seeing stuff or hearing stuff? And mom was like, well, no. But, like, before my Meemaw passed, she, she used to say that she could hear somebody, she could hear them singing. She'd hear people singing. But that was it. And, you know, that was, like, when she was starting to get real sick so we just figured yeah but apparently his mom michael's mom has heard uh or no felt laying in bed and felt something grab her foot and kind of go up her leg and she was like i don't know if it was because her husband died remember oh yeah so we think she was like i don't know if it's him or if it's but she said i told him he needs to take his ass back to West End. Oh leave my me gosh. alone. And West End is the cemetery he's buried at. I was dead. <laughs> she was like, go on back. Love you, but I, you need to quit scaring me to death. She Mm-mm. said she shot up and went in the living room. I was like, bro, it's haunted now. What if it's Meemaw? Well, see, mom was like, I don't know why it would be Meemaw, but once she told Ronnie to go back to West End, <laughs> it ain't happened anymore. That's funny. I was like, it was probably her husband. Just grabbing her leg. Like, girl, you ain't supposed to be in this apartment. <laughs> oh, but also, I forgot. It's someone who has also passed away's bed she's laying in. And uh, mom said, see, well, maybe she don't want her in your bed. Why would you? She living in a woman who passed away's apartment. She didn't pass away in the apartment. No. In a, Laying in a woman who a passed away's bed. A lot of people go back to where, you know. Yeah. Like. Why would you buy a bed that someone died in? And she knows them, too. Like, they're all family. <laughs> So she's, yeah, she's sleeping in someone's bed that she's family with who passed away. I'm pretty sure. I can't run through it now to try to figure it out, but, yeah. Well, that was scary stories. That was scary. I don't know. Some of them was kind of creeped me out. I got goosebumps and doodles over here, spies and, spies and all. Spies and all. I was being spazzing out. Oh my goodness. Mm-mm. Yeah. I'm trying to think which one really got me. There was that one that I was just like. That one went the footsteps. Yeah, oh, the running. No. No, no. Oh, I don't know. The music box got me too, though. Yeah, that was creepy. Edelweiss. You were like, I was like, mm, Edelweiss. I was like, I already know what it is, and I'm not looking at the paper, but mm-mm. that sound of music song, and I know it sounds creepy. Yeah, because you know I can't pronounce words. Well, it's I can German. sound them out, and then you'll be like, oh, that's it. I was like, oh. 
It's a beautiful song, but on a... It's a beautiful mm-hmm. day in the neighborhood. A beautiful day in the neighborhood. <laughs> well, we hope you... <laughs> we hope you enjoyed our late night sesh. At night. Dun, dun, dun. Screaming sugar. At night. At night. Taking out the trash. At, at night. night. Down to the bone. <laughs> at Suicide. night. Down to the bone. Suicide. When are they going to learn... It's not. Mm. Uh, I'm getting me and my mom's getting a porch built on. Yes. And once that's complete, it's gonna be screened in. Mm-hmm. So me and Deidre can do like our little recordings on the front porch. It's gonna be so cute. Yes, outdoor. Yeah, we can be outdoor. We hear the birds chirping in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Or the roosters crowing. Yeah, because we got... Yeah, I was like, we'll probably hear roosters. We may want to rethink that. Maybe an afternoon session. (laughs) Or a late night like this. Yeah. Late night. Well, we hope you enjoyed it. We're about to get up on out of here. Yep. Go to our Instagram, Screaming Sugar Podcast, and like all of our pictures you know go look at those like us likes review and subscribe (laughs) don't review (laughs) just like and subscribe (laughs) don't review don't review us we don't want to (laughs) know you can also email us at screaming sugar podcast at gmail.com you can request stuff Mm -hmm. tell us stuff tell us stuff tell us personal stuff not not personal, but like Tell us your secrets. personal ghost experiences. Yes. Shall I rephrase that? Yes. Because I was like, tell us personal stuff. No, we don't want to hear <laughs> nah. personal stuff. The only one we want to hear is about the ghosts. Yes. But so. yeah, if you just want to say hey, just email us hey. You know. We'll tell your show. friends. Tell your family. Tell your cousin Ed. Tell your mama Tammy. <laughs> Tell your mama Bree. I don't know that name. What? I don't know. Oh my god. Tell your brothers and your sisters. Tell. <laughs> <laughs> Tell everyone. Tell your dogs and cats. I mean, shoot. The more the barrier. Whoever is fine with one or two cuss words and that Deja portrays that I say <laughs> in the podcast. Tell them. If they're cool with that, if they're not going to judge me because I'm Deacon so-and-so's daughter, then please, the more the merrier. (laughs) The more the merrier. Yes. So, yeah, we hope you enjoyed and we hope you keep listening. And I hope that you remember to keep. (laughs) I was like... I guess it don't matter. I hope you remember to keep it sweet. <laughs> yes, <a> Lord. <laughs> Adios. Bye. Adios.